Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Zeus with Bruce. Today we have an awesome guest, one of my dear friends, Jeremy, Jeremy Hardy. I'm excited, a beautiful day here in Los Angeles in this beautiful park, with a beautiful body of water. People are fishing, there's a Japanese garden in the distance. I'm happy. <laughs> okay, as you can tell, Jeremy likes to definitely sell the image battle. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Usually, I guess our room that's nice and closed, yeah. and we decided to go out to nature. For me, we can even kind of start there. Uh, what is coming to a place like this? And yourself, you used to always come here. How does this resonate with you? And how do you connect with nature? Does it help you relax? Because of all the things we talked about with anxiety and how people get worried, how does mm. this help you? Good question. Uh, well, I grew up in Culver City, so this is I have a lot of nostalgia in this park. Um, so I actually filmed the Power Rangers TV show back I, in the day. I knew this looked familiar. Yeah, they, they filmed <laughs> the Power Rangers TV show. Um, a lot of fight scenes you'll see. There's a waterfall. Um, it's really amazing. We, but... saw, we saw Power Ranger earlier today as well. Did you? Yes. Remember, we did when we got in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy. <laughs> Something. I sent, he's like, yes. I sent you the coordinates, remember? No, no. He, he wasn't playing games. So. All right. But coming back to your question of like social anxiety, um, just taking a break from stimulation, going into nature, putting our phones, putting my phone on do not disturb and just having no stimulation. I think we live in such a dopamine inducing uh world like it's so much dopamine so much stimulation social media notifications 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 and i don't think i think our brains are not they're not programmed for that so going on to nature and regrounding is nothingness is it's a good way to that's that's really great lower anxiety it. and social anxiety that's lower the anxiety and give a little bit of a background as to who you were more so in high school because i for me that sounds like basically what you told me it was very defining for you at that time because that's, you know, of course, so many things are changing and people are looking to socialize. Give a little bit of a background of where you're coming from in that area yeah. and just an understanding of your experience. Yeah, my background is um, my oldest brother is on the spectrum and he um, <laughs> would, um, yeah, he beat me up like an oldest, bro older, oldest brother would do. And I took on a lot of belief systems from that. And then when I got to middle school, um, I had a, a previous friend who's going through his own rough time and I had belief systems. And uh, those belief systems I got from being beat up from my oldest brother, it was a perfect combination. A guy was looking for a guy to, to bully and I was that perfect guy. Mm. And I, I let it happen just because I had those certain belief systems. Um, so they, you know, there was an anti-Jeremy anti movement he started and he would make up rumors about myself and my family. And uh, so it led to a lot of social anxiety. Like I made up a lot of stories in the moment. Um, you know, uh, no one likes me. Um, I'm too much. All the fun ones. And I didn't notice at the time, but it actually protected me in the moment, those moments. Because if I have the belief systems that no one likes me, then I end up not putting myself out there and then I don't get rejected. You're saying in the moment it protected you because your main thing that you wanted to protect was your sense of not being rejected and being accepted. Exactly. Wow. So... Wow. In a weird, twisted way, it helped me. Wow, wow. So No one likes you. That's helpful. What? How wow. did it help me? Well, so go into that. Is it because, especially in this time period, like uh, high school and around that time, you're really looking to be socially accepted. A lot of social groups are being formed. Wow. And if someone's making rumors about you and family, family. And, and, family <laughs> and they're also physically causing harm to you, yeah. emotionally, how do you, for me, that sounds very, uh, not just traumatic, but it seems like it really solidified your identity into a person who wouldn't be vocal, 
didn't know how to be social because mm. if you were to grow in theory, you would then get punished. Yeah, exactly. How, how did you find, you know, what was the turning point to be like, you know what, this is enough. I want to get from this self-identity to make that shift to being someone who takes control of your ability to socialize. Yeah, uh, great question. I, I think like hero's journey point of rock bottom like there was a part of me that really loved people and really had a want and a goal to connect with people but because of the belief systems that i had i couldn't like it was just debilitating so i hit rock bottom i hit a moment where i'm on the on the floor my carpet never forget this moment i was on yeah, the, I, was, I was on the carpet and never forget that it was in like high school or when this is post high school yeah I was in just got the junior college or uh, community college, and I'm on the floor. Never this moment. I'm crying profusely, just crying, crying, crying. Couldn't stop crying. And I remember just having these thoughts of, uh, I don't want to be me anymore. I'm so tired of being me. I want to be someone else. And I got really nervous. And also, I'm down for whatever. So I went on a journey of social challenges and personal growth. Um, this is twenty years ago. <laughs> Wait, so you're you're there on the ground, mm-hmm. and there's so much pain. So you reach this threshold to be yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to be anymore. Mm-hmm. But yourself, you still wanted to be. You just weren't content with the identity that you had at that moment. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Yeah. I mean, there were thoughts of I don't want to be alive. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, if you don't want to be who you are, and yeah, then yeah, who are you going to be? You're you're you have no identity in that moment. Yeah. So then what actions did you take from that? You realized, okay, I've been socially anxious <laughs> for years. I'm on um, the ground crying junior college. And then what's, what's the what's game plan? The start off point, which I, I don't tell too many people is, uh, I read the book, the game. Oh, by Neil Strauss. By Neil Strauss. It's an excellent book. It's an excellent book. It's necessary. Yeah. I don't agree with some of the stuff he says, obviously. I don't like, I don't like playing games. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the manipulation. Um, however, there is a lot of parts of that book that resonated. That is, if you don't want to work on yourself and grow, if you don't like who you are and how you're talking to yourself, choose to talk to yourself. But how can you give yourself that permission to choose to do this when the evidence around you seems to not support it? Um, <laughs> the thing that, that resonates as you share that is... I, went, I was reading the book, The Game, and this guy walks in. And it was from some like it's from a movie. Are you reading this out in public? Somewhere? In public, no way. At wow. Santa Monica College, no way. And there's this dude who was in my class. He was really socially awkward, like he couldn't talk to people. <laughs> and I'm reading here. This is like something from a movie. I'm sitting at the game. He walks in with all, all like the whole, you know, the, the what is it called, peacocking. Yeah, yeah. He walks in. I hear like oh, and like all these like. <laughs> He walks in like with sunglasses, takes his sunglasses off, saying what's up to all the ladies. Just like, what's up? How's it going? What's up, Brittany? What's up, Sarah? Blah, blah, blah. He's just like taking over the room. He's actually place. saying this. Yes. He's Jesus. taking over the room when this is like the most socially awkward person I've ever seen. All of a sudden, snapped, and he's just the most socially confident person in that room. And he sits down. What's up, ladies? How's it going? Sorry, I'm late. Like, what's going on? What are y'all talking about? That was boring. Like, he was just like so confident. I was like, what just happened to this guy? <laughs> I want to do that. And then he, he sees that I'm reading the, the game. He's like, oh, I read that. No way. No way. No way. No way. He's like, I read that. No way. And he's like, 
talk, come to me when you're finished. When it's probably he was in socially like anxious, weird. Not, I don't want to say weird, but he felt weird. He reads this book, probably a couple other books, and then he feels now he can go out, peacock, he can be social, do all these things. And then you see that, and you see, wait a second, this person used to be how I am. Mm -hmm. They are now like this. What was the input? And then he it's referenced possible. the book, and exactly that it's possible. Mm -hmm. Talk about that when you see that. Of course, you know that you need to change. Now mm -hmm. you have the idea that someone did it before you. Evidence. That there's evidence, possible, right? possible, yeah. Okay, so it's evidence and it's desire. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else in there that you need? And evidence and desire now, that's it. Okay, so evidence, desire, and then of course you know the roadmap of reading the game. Reading the game, that's the roadmap. So yeah, yeah. In, in how I understand the game, it is a way to learn social dynamics, mm -hmm. of course. It's specifically tailored toward, for gentlemen to understand how to connect with the ladies in a mm -hmm. way that some may say is not so good, some may say is great, some may say is fair, some mm -hmm. may say is manipulative. What sounds to me is not even actually the social stuff, just more the personal development stuff yeah. of looking at the self. So you got that from that book, but how did you learn your social skills? For example, when I see you, you can interact with people, you how to make them laugh, you know how to connect, you know how to these things learn from. I got practice and it starts there. So more the story ended up having where i finished the book and he takes me out called it's called sarging where you go and oh talk he to took girls. you out he took me Wait, out so you became his friend yeah or vice versa yeah yeah wow. he was just like so excited to help me mm. for free i was like okay and we're on our way to talk to girls for the first time in public and he's having me say affirmations i had never done affirmations before what's an affirmation affirmation is, is a, like a something positive you say to yourself like um, I'm a gift to this world. I talk to girls easily and effortlessly. He's like, say it like you mean it. He's like yelling at me. I'm like, all right, I, I can talk to girls easily and effortlessly. I'm so fun <laughs> to talk to. I'm amazing. I'm a joy to be around. I just started saying all these affirmations. It was so uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden I felt more confident. And then, um, the first time I went to talk to girls, it's important is just rejection therapy. What's rejection therapy? Talk about that. Rejection therapy is creating a space where you get rejected over and over again and you don't concentrate. You don't concentrate on success. You concentrate only on rejection and the rejection is the success. Powerful. I, I want to add something quick to that is when I used to go out and I used to actually have some challenges with this as well. My framework was, okay, Bruce, whatever you can do, make the first interaction get rejected as badly as you can. <laughs> or just expect that it would come. That's not that's, that's exactly what you did. That's it's genius because you go in, okay, great. With expectation. Expectation. So continue on that. It's just so powerful to mm. have that framework because then you expect, wait a second, I can get rejected and I'm not gonna be socially <laughs> uh castrated rather. Yeah. You self connection and you're still gonna have a sense of self. Yeah, so we did a rejection therapy move where we would go Hi, I'm Paul the green haired Martian. What's your favorite flavored bowling ball? What do you expect when you go up to a girl? You say, "Hi, I'm Henry the, I'm Jeremy the green-haired Martian. What is your favorite flavored bowling ball?" You expect rejection instantly. Instantly. So, like, that was what I expected. Okay, so, so that was your I was framework. Scared of it. That's my framework. Yeah. It created a framework where rejection was the goal. Mm. So we're collecting rejections. Mm. Is I realized, only women were, I also realized a lot of times the girls are like ah, apple and they, they actually talk to us hmm. to people who hear this who are more social uh, natural naturally i put in quotation marks actually adept they think of, they hear this and they think oh that's so weird that's so silly why do why does this matter a test of it
people that they're trying to communicate in a social environment and even in a one-on-one. So mm-hmm. someone hears this, for me, I know exactly how big of a breakthrough this is mm-hmm. because your experience of doing something so unorthodox, challenging your entire belief, gave you a reward that you were looking for. Yeah. How does that shift your mindset, not just to what's possible, but also how you can continue speaking with people? Oh, good question. It's a combination of things. One is if my brain is lying to me about this, what else is my brain lying to me about? Wow. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Mm. So, so I just collected rejections. I would some I would go out sometimes with my friends and like whoever gets rejected by 10 girls wins. And mm. um, we weren't like gross or anything. We just, we'd get girls numbers, but then we weren't so scared of the rejection anymore. And then did your definition of rejection change? Because sometimes they say uh, a reje- uh, rejection is really just a, a redirection, mm. right? It's like you don't fail unless you learn. So I think the frame we also put on it, and this is how I've adapted as well in a similar space, mm. when it comes to speaking with people and specifically if I would want to connect uh, with a lady, mm-hmm. it's going about it and realizing they're not really rejecting you. Mm-mm. They're rejecting their impression of you at that moment. Yeah, because if you just got out of the shower, you were super just disheveled and you weren't presentable. Most people would probably quote unquote reject you. Mm-hmm. If you present yourself, you're charming, you're this, then they yeah. accept you quote unquote. So, yeah. are you ever really rejected, or are you just at that moment temporarily rejected, which could be actually a redirection? I, I think it. I've I've come to take on even more recently is effort over results, reps reps over results. Reps towards your goals over results. Reps towards your goal over mm-hmm. results. Yes. Okay. Nice. So, for example, my goal is to have a girlfriend. Um, let me just take reps of like, hey, you want to go out sometime on a date? And the girl says no. Like, you did a rep. It doesn't matter wow. what she says yes or no. It's sort of like when you go to the gym, let's say, you mm-hmm. take a curl and it doesn't go all the way up the top. You did it. It's the same. It's similar in that way. And sometimes that curl feels awful, right? It's like, oh, oh God, God I don't have no muscle. Oh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate this. But after a while, the the muscle gets stronger. And actually, too, that I want to illustrate a point. The let's say you're at the gym, and let's just say there are people stronger than you. Of mm-hmm. course, impossible because we're both insanely ripped and we're super strong. <laughs> we're at the gym and we do a curl. Maybe we can get it. We see guys around us that are way bigger who could easily do that, right? Yeah. Now, what a lot of people think is when they do that, that it's embarrassing, it's humiliating. Most people who are actually every week and then became strong they never actually bash the person who's weak at that moment. It's the same thing as someone who's made a, who's built something of himself. They respect and acknowledge the people who are building themselves up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even on the side, you're taking, uh, you're being resilient and there's a sense of courage. Mm-hmm. This is an example I've seen where, let's say we're at the gym working out and sometimes there's a really attractive girl there. And when the girl's there, the guys, they don't say anything, but they all kind of feel the same. Like, wow, she's gorgeous. Mm. And then you have that one guy that just goes up to her and talks to her. Uh, this happened to me once, not because I was trying to actually uh, flirt with the girl. I just thought I really recognized her from somewhere that I mm. met at a Tony Robbins event. Yeah. I went up to her and literally about seven guys all around me stopped their weights and just looked at me as I was doing it. And it was so interesting to see that because in a very primal subconscious way, it sounds like we're all thinking the same thing and it actually comes to life in that moment. Yeah. So exactly to your point of taking the reps, people can think what they want around you, but the people who have been where you were and are where you want to be, they're going to respect you much more. And I think that's what we should focus on. People in the arena, 
Okay, yeah, go on that. So people in the arena, what are they experiencing? It's, it's an old old uh, philosophy. I don't know if it's an old philosopher. I'm totally it's, I think it was a president or a Churchill. Churchill? So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it the man in the arena thing? Yeah, yeah. and Brene Brown does her. Oh, okay. is a big uh, supporter of it as well. Yeah. Um, Do you resonate with yourself with that? Uh, that you've been the guy who's been socially awkward? You go out now. I mean, every time I've been with you at a social event, you're you're the social guy. Mm-hmm. Can you have? Do you believe the younger you would have believed that about you? No. Mm. And also, I think it just it's helped my compassion for people who have a hard time socially. That's kind of what the story. And my story, if we kind of continue, is what happened. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting way better at it. I joined uh, like an online community of, of men who just didn't know what they're doing. They had low confidence and needed help with uh, women. And we just would share like, all right, talk to this girl. She said this. I said this. And uh, the guys were very talking about the guys in the arena. They were so supportive. Like, first off, good uh, job for going up to the girl. I'm like, what? So we're not putting each other down. This is great. Good job for going up to her. Next time, probably don't do this, but try this. And just there, people were so supportive. Mm. I got started getting really good at it, and um, also having fun. That's mm. a big component like, in, in, in not just dating with life. As we're growing, we forget to just have fun. Mm. At the end of the day, like we're having fun. What's the point of it all? It doesn't matter how much money you have, what girlfriend you're you have or fiance if you're not having fun what's the point yeah so it seems we're so worried about outcome that we uh we're not worried just also focus on that mm-hmm. and instead the fun aspect goes away it does so i made it fun i had a lot of good fun and then we would uh, i got to i got together with a bunch of guys and once a month we all go out talking to women we're all it was just like super supportive like no one is putting each other down no guys are putting each other down and like you gotta talk to this guy he's amazing which is like the first time i mm-hmm. witnessed that Oh, and someone then, said that about you in a social setting? Yeah. Wow, how empowering Social proof. Group? Oh, it felt good. Yeah, because, I mean, really, you're with a group of people. They're saying it. People are witnessing that. And you know where you were and where you now are. Yeah. And that doesn't happen by chance or by luck. And were you born that way? No. No. Some people, I don't think that they're born their way, but sometimes when you're younger, there's circumstances yeah. that can help you get there. Yeah, so I ended up, because I, I saw guys who, I, I started getting better, and I saw guys who were at where I used to be. And I took it upon myself to take them under my wing and support and mentor them, like give them speeches, you know, pep talks. Like, come on, talk what? to that girl. Give me talk to three. Like, like give them pep talks. And then, and then, uh, I started. Um, and that's my first quote unquote started coaching. If that makes sense. But I wasn't calling myself a coach. I was just mentoring. Well, because you said you were in a men's group for years. So you were just have this group. It was after that. Oh, it was after that. Okay. Yeah, the men's groups was later. Yeah. But this is like my first ex- kind of experience with. Supportive men going through growth. What would you say are two or three of the biggest challenges that guys who are just looking, not just with ladies, but also looking to be social, more confident, but specifically in communication? Because you can have all the resources, but not actually be resourceful. You mm-hmm. can have all the things that sound good on paper, but not be able to connect. Yeah. What so do you think are two or the three bigger challenges that you see, and as well as with clients and people you work with? Yeah. What are common challenges that you notice among them? Well, we've talked about some already, like fear of rejection. Um, yeah, fear of rejection is a big one. People are so scared to be rejected. Um, number two is uh, not listening enough. Wait, what did you say? Not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, but funny. not listening enough. I feel like a lot of guys think a date went well because they got to talk a lot. Wow. Okay, please say that again. <laughs> the exact same uh, sentence. Guys think a date went well because they got to talk a lot. And it's funny because they probably think, wow, uh, I really like that girl but because she was listening to you. Yeah. But what really matters, especially on a first date and in the interaction, 
is, yeah, you want to have the, the lady be excited and animated when she's with you. She needs to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, a, that's such a great point. Goodness. How many dates have gone to? The man was trying to impress her status, which is important, but not in a self-aggrandizing way, but also just to communicate. A lot. This is, this, is <laughs> this is one of the biggest reasons why. What do you tell them in both those positions then? If you're being rejected, as well as this one. Like what to what immediate thing can you say to them that would actually directly help them with their next interaction? Um, what would you do with that interaction? Let's say there's someone you want to go up to. Try, in try, try, don't say listen. Listen more. It's like a, like a volume. I don't like to say go from A to Z. It's a progression, right? Like, listen more. So it's not a difference. Ask of, more questions. Ask more questions. It's not a difference of kind, more of degree. You're just yeah, changing. Yeah, degrees. Because like we're always more. listening. We are always. And sometimes we need to be heard. Or sometimes we need to say things. It's, 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 it depends where we're at in life. I think um, it's important. And another thing I would say is because a lot of my clients would go after women who aren't good for them. They're not in alignment. They don't have different uh, whys and different. Um, why do you? Why do those guys go for those women, or even vice versa? Why do certain women go for? Certain Are you ready men? for this? I, I have my theory. I'm curious to see. <laughs> curious to hear what you would say. A few reasons, um, and girls do this too. Like they go after the guy who's not good for them because they just like the attention. It feels good to get attention, even if that attention is from someone who's not a compatible partner. So then they waste all their time on putting energy into someone who's not a compatible partner so one i would tell them to write down what does a compatible partner look like for them and then uh, i see a lot of guys so nervous of rejection they don't put their complete they're not completely authentic because they're so scared of rejection yeah i want to add to two of the things yeah, yeah, you said ahead. that one right there it's they're not their authentic self so they pretend to be someone in the beginning mm-hmm. only realizing that if it even works quote unquote works they're going to become accepted for the person that they pretended to be. Pretended so to they need to maintain a character. Mm-hmm. And once it gets fine, now you can't keep up an act forever. It's no. quite difficult. And and it's just not authentic because what is one aspect it's not, of it's, it's, it's grueling. It's grueling. Intimacy is much less. Soul sucking. It, it's literally these. And what was the first one you said on that? It was that. It was not the, listening. Not listening. Great. <laughs> That's uh, so no, good. that was actually before. That, that was, was before. before. That was before. <laughs> hilarious. It was. Yeah, it's like, oh, so what do you care about? Listen, wait, what did you what say? Did you say? <laughs> oh, listen, and then they just repeat it. Um, yeah, I, I think there's also a, a, a worthiness. A lot of guys don't feel like they, they're they're um, worth having the partner of their dreams. Oh, so, I got it. Yes, you're right. Secure. Yeah, yeah. Worthy, they, worthy, worthy that person. So after, because I don't feel like they're worthy of it. Mm. And then also, here's another one. Is I've done this in the past where I will go for women that I know deep down aren't good for me because if it doesn't work out, I, I don't lose anything. Mm. Yeah, so you're actually not invested. And it's funny because mm-hmm. the less invested you are... Easier it is a lot of times, to be real. Yeah, I mean, how deep can you get if you're not as invested? Because when there's more investment, there is the chance of the loss could be greater when you're more it invested. Is, yeah. And, you know, there's that depth. You can actually try to go for the intimacy. Mm. The first thing, the first one I remember, you were saying how men or women will go for people that aren't right for them. Underlining that for me is there's fundamental needs that we have for connection, love, all those stuff. And it reminded me of the saying that people will violate their values in order to meet their needs. The woman who wants attention, stealing who things, wants security, stealing not things, being authentic. Not yeah. being authentic because they're so desperate for their need of connection that they're willing, willing to violate their value 
of being authentic. Mm. And the guy will do the same thing. He yeah. would say, actually, you know, I really wouldn't want a girl who does X, Y, Z, but I really just want one because I just want to have one. Just want a girlfriend, good. yeah. Just want a girlfriend. Because what do they believe? The girlfriend will get them a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. The girl thinks a boyfriend will get them a certain outcome. Yeah. It's such a dangerous place to be at. It is. And speaking on this, how would you advise navigating that? Because what if you don't have options? What if literally you're not funny, you're not charismatic, you're not intelligent, you're not good work, you Then work on it. The work, you can always work on being funny. Or you can always work on being more charismatic. So it's not natural. For some people it is, some people it isn't. And the people who it's not natural, you, you guys to them. Practice. practice. Practice, practice, practice. Like the routines in the game were, I did not agree with. However, it gave me practice to, to talk to women. It was so unknown in my brain. My brain made up a lot of stories for me not to talk to women. I'll even add one of these. Yeah, yeah. there's there was one because I also read this book. And one of the ones is you would go up to someone at a social setting, specifically at a bar. Mm-hmm. I did this in D.C. And I went to someone there and I said, hey, uh, do you see that girl over there with whatever color hair? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the brunette in the corner? She goes, yeah. And I would I'd say to her, I'd said, you know, I was just right next to her. She just told me she was a white witch. You know why she would say something like that? It's just these totally random things. Bruce, you're still totally, playing games, huh? You know what? <laughs> to, to me, truly, I don't think that is a game because what is what it, flirting in its essence, right? That romantic building, by definition, it is kind of lying in a way, right? So, for example, if I was trying to flirt with you, I would say, hey, Jeremy, yeah, I saw you. Weren't you on the cover of GQ's men's magazine? Oh, my God, stop. Something silly and stupid <laughs> like that. You know I'm lying. It helps you feel good. And you are understanding my attraction towards you. Mm. Right? So, of course, there is a slippery yeah, I see, line. I hear that. Uh, yeah, on that, I only did that once just to play with it. And I even told her after, and she thought it was funny. But it's that whole dynamic of can we approach people and share things it comes with comes down them? to like playfulness and actually connect and with them. Helping, yeah. You're changing their emotions. Yeah. So, like going back, I think also another piece I would tell men is get really clear in who they are, not try to find it through external forces. Like write down, I am, blah, blah, blah. And like, I remember when I was, so I started dating coaching after this because I really enjoyed it. And most of the dating coaching was me helping them gain confidence, getting clear on their identity and who they are and how they want to show up in the world. And I write like, what do you love about yourself? Write, write yourself, write yourself a love letter, you know, right? Um, what was like internal, external. Right? Um, so building themselves up, like if you're, if you're not a good cook, start learning how to cook, make a few more recipes, learn another recipe, get better at the recipes. Um, take showers regularly, meditate, run, eat better, just these things add up. So, so yeah, at its core is do uh, an audit of just your health, improve mm-hmm. in that area, whatever you can. Where are they at? Yeah, where are they at? Uh, and I like, I'll add one final part together where you're saying it's what I'd advise uh, people I've worked with uh, specifically with uh, male clients who are looking to attract a partner, is make three lists. They can work for honestly anything in your life and also the other way around. You make a list of everything you want in a partner, mm-hmm. everything to the very core detail, how they smell, how they walk, everything. You very specific. Make another list of what you do not want in a partner. Mm. And then the final list is who you need to become in order to attract the partner you want yeah. And repel the partner you don't. Yeah, it's good. Sure, because you know you're going towards something, you're going away from something, and then what do you need to do? Mm. Right. So much of what I'm seeing in this area is there's so much searching for what we want, but very little searching who we need to become in order to attract.
who and what we want. Yeah, I think it's it's the difference between living a life of intention and living a life on accident. A life on it. That's very good. It's very good. Okay, we're gonna go to a, a final part here. Uh, we're we're gonna do a set of questions. There's mm. rapid fire. But yeah, let's go. Let's go. But before that, it's just where do people hear me? Where do they see what's going on in his life, and what do you have coming up? Okay, so Instagram is Jeremy Talks to Strangers, and can you talk about that project just before we continue? I kind of wish we started with like, tell me about Jeremy. <laughs> what, what, tell me, what, it's what do you do? It's a little scattered. It's a little scattered. All right. Well, for future reference, noted, let's noted. do. Oh uh, yeah. So tell tell me about who you you know what your name, what you a little about your background. Yeah. On the podcast. If you're doing a podcast, you can do that. You can Co- coaching in the real world, coaching on the podcast. This man is a, a coach, coach maestro. <laughs> I am. Um, so yeah, I do um, the Jeremy Talks to Strangers that started where um, I got a gig interviewing celebrities on the red carpet. And this, no way. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know this. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine's like, you got to start uh, interviewing strangers before we like, put you on the red carpet. Because I never did any of this before. Mm. And, and so um, I, just, yeah, I, I made it an Instagram. I called it Jeremy Talks to Strangers just, just for fun. And then I was hoping no one would follow or see it because I was so I was so scared. And I wasn't doing it for that. I was doing it for just for accountability space. And I would go up to a stranger every day and say, "Hey, I'm doing a challenge of making the video with a stranger every day. Are you open to being that person?" Wow. And it was. I had a lot of anxiety episodes, <laughs> and ninety uh, percent of people said yes, and it was phenomenal. I met so many cool people. Actually, some of them still follow me. Like. It was unbelievable. And also across Amazing the people. Also across the globe, people in. Yeah. Specifically, you mentioned. Yes. So I, did, so I did a lot of, um, just to kind of do a rundown, I did a lot of transformational weekends, a lot of retreats, a lot of men's groups, a lot of uh, like primary integration trainings, a lot of um, healing and healing my being bullied, trauma, and belief system reprogramming, subconscious reprogramming, um, on and on and on. And then. And so it ended up happening is the Jeremy Talks to Strangers Instagram got featured on, on the news. No way. It was That's not so fun. planned. And because I also did free hugs around the world, all that. And like, Jeremy, he, Jeremy Talks to Strangers. You can see it's on ABC7. <laughs> That's nice. And I remember I was not, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. And that brought up more healing because I'm not going to lie, when I got the, 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 the feature on ABC7, I got a lot of new followers. And it brought up a lot of stories of, fear of being seen wow and, um, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't deserve this you led a movement yeah you are a revolutionary yeah you are a game-changing thank you <laughs> <laughs> so think about how many younger you use I mean, think about the younger you he would have wanted someone like who you are now to inspire mm. you became the person that the younger you needed yeah and now there are other younger you's around who are going to think wow i don't have to go through the same unnecessary pain although the pain is part of your, your pain, again my purpose Pain, it's a purpose. Pain, it's a passion. Pain, a passion. Pain, wow. a purpose. All of that. So if you're going through a challenging time, reach out to me. I got you. <laughs> oh, this, this is the guy. And yeah, check out, of course, Strangers. And I have, I do workshops and I do group coaching. I do here Leadership in, Academy. Here in, here in West LA? Yeah, I do most, well, the, the, I have an online group program okay. coming out. And then I do one-on-one coaching. And then I do, um, I do speaking gigs, like motivational speaking. And then I also um, have a workshop in LA on Sunday, and I'm gonna do a series of them. Very excited! I truly love it. We're gonna finish off with three questions. Let's they're, go. They're identity based. You don't need to go super fast for them. You can take your time. Just 
answer from the heart and not from the head. Okay. Uh, first question, I'll just read them off, is life is a gift. People are kind. I am powerful. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Jeremy talks to strangers. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Until the next one. Appreciate you, brother. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Zeus, Zeus with, with Bruce. Bruce. All right. Bye, guys.